0: Good evening, and welcome to Augustine's podcast. I'm your regular host as regards how we can further develop ourselves. It has been wonderful working with you and for you, and also working for myself, also. Because as we continue in life, there is one thing that is most important that we are able to discover who we are. We cannot just continue to live life as if we don't have a direction, we don't have a mission. Every one of us has a mission. And it is only when we are able to discover this mission that our lives become meaningful. We must set life goals so that we can achieve something meaningful in life. You don't expect footballers playing a match without a goal post. The match will be useless. So, in order for us to move forward, we must set realisable goals for ourselves, goals that are achievable, and then work towards achieving those goals, putting in all our efforts to ensure that we are able to achieve that goal at the end. Sometimes we are bound to fail along the way, but failure should not deter us from pushing ahead. Because anyone who easily falls to failure is not ready to be successful. Failure should never withdraw us from our goal. Failure should never make us to be discouraged of attaining that purpose for which we are ready to fight on for. So, for us to move ahead, we must be ready to fight daily. We must be ready to fight that laziness that wants to draw us back from not achieving what we are supposed to achieve must be ready to expel all our efforts to see that we are able to achieve our goals come what may that is only when we will be happy because a man without vision a man without goals is a failure is a nobody so ask ourselves today this question what are my goals the year is coming to an end 2019 is coming to an end if i should evaluate myself What have I achieved so far? What do I want to achieve in the new year? Do I want to become a better person or I want to remain the way I am? Am I adding value to my life? Am I adding value to the lives of others? Am I impacting people? These are the questions we are supposed to ask ourselves daily so that we can become better. Do I have a good mindset or I have a stagnant mindset? Do I still think within the box or do I think outside of the box? So, these are relevant questions that we need to ask ourselves if we are to progress in our journey in the new year. 2020 is already here. So, start making plans to ensure that we become better persons, a better version of ourselves in the new year. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. There is still time to make changes. There is still time to become the best you are meant to be. Thank you. Good evening. I welcome you to Augustine's podcast. If you are listening for the first time, I'm your regular host, Augustine. So I welcome you as you listen to what we'll be sharing today, which concerns the readings of this day we will be looking at the feast that's been celebrated today in the church which is the feast of the holy Innocents that we martyred after the birth of our lord jesus christ and the bible passage that was read today was taken from the gospel according to matthew chapter 2 from verses 13 to 18 so i will crave your indulgence to listen Attentively, while I read out the gospel, then after we're going to share together. Now, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt, and remain there till I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, was in a furious rage, and he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and in all that region, who were two years old or under, according to the time, which he had ascertained from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing, and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled, because there were no more. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is a wonderful passage of scriptures that holds a lot of message for us Christians today now I want us to look at this passage critically and reflect on these particular themes one the obedience of Joseph to the word of God through the angel let us learn from the life of Joseph as Christians that At any point in time, whenever we hear the word of God, it is our duty to quickly, without delay, with all alacrity, attend to that voice that speaks to us. Immediately, the angel gave the message to Joseph. We are told that he took the child and the mother that night and left for Egypt. So, we are called to be obedient to the word of God. Obedience is one of the most important virtues for Christians. So if we want to move closer in our relationship with God and even our neighbor, we must learn and strive to practice this virtue of obedience, just as it has been displayed to us today by the action of Joseph. Secondly, anger that is not tempered or controlled can lead to untold destruction. This can be seen from the character of herod the king now if you remember vividly from the last reading that was taken a few days ago we are told that when herod got the message that a child a king was to be born he was troubled so his hatred was as a result of fear and envy he was afraid that he's going to have a rival someone who is going to dethrone him a king who is going to be more powerful than he is so he never wanted that to happen so out of anger and hatred he sought to destroy this king by whatever means so as Christians let us try to watch our anger let us try not to be jealous whenever we see others progressing let us not allow the devil to sow seed of discord and hatred in our hearts as Christians, we must try to purify our hearts daily so that the light of Christ will always penetrate our hearts. Because when Christ takes root in our hearts, there will be no room for hatred. There will be no room for envy. There will be no room for fear or jealousy. So let us allow Christ into our hearts. God is so powerful. But yet, if we don't give him that room, if we don't allow him into our heart, there is no way he's going to force himself on us. So also, the devil is so powerless. has no power of its own it is only when we give him that room when we open ourselves to him by listening to his temptations that's when the devil becomes powerful and it takes root in our hearts so let us watch ourselves closely and avoid this anger which is so so dangerous look at how it destroyed a lot of innocent children then thirdly Herod's anger was born out of fear and envy of a rival, as we've justly said. Then, killing another is never justified for any reason. To take the life of a human is against the natural law and divine law of God. On no condition, for whatever reason, should we take the life of another. We are not the creators of life. Only God, the supreme creator, who has power over life and death, can take life because he creates life. We have no right to take the life of another. And uh, that will bring us to our world today. So many of us, we point accusing fingers at error that he is so wicked, so cruel. But look at our world today. Let us evaluate ourselves individually. Many of us have been involved in abortion of whatever type for various reasons. Either by Carrying the act directly or by encouraging others to do so or by paying for the services of those who carry it out. Either by way of advice, we are all involved. Millions of children are dying every time because of abortion. Let us learn to accept the gift of children as a favor, as a blessing from the Lord. If our Lord Jesus Christ was aborted when Joseph discovered that Mary was pregnant. What would have become of our salvation today? Those children that we are bought all the time, do we know what they will become in the future? From the moment of conception, life is born. And that life has the dignity and respect that accords to every human. So let us respect that life with all human dignity. That baby, that fetus, no matter how little it is, has right to live. From the words of Scripture, we are told that before God formed us in our mothers' womb, He knew us. So we are not born by mistake. So whatever be the reason for couples who don't want more children, that is not the right way to go about it. There are so many solutions. Abortion is never the solution to responsible parenthood. And for young people, young men and women who are involved in immorality and see abortion as a way of escaping, it is never an escape route. It is intrinsically evil and deadly, and we must strive to stop it. Let us say no to the destruction of human life. We have no right, like I said earlier, to take life. We must respect human life from conception to natural death. For so many of us that have been involved in this act, let us ask God for forgiveness of sin and let us reparate, make reparation for the sins we have committed in the past. And let us continually pray for those who are involved in this and also for government legislation in various countries who legislate and support abortion. Let us pray that the tender mercies of God will touch the hearts of these leaders that they may rethink their policies and strive to protect the human life. From conception. Let us continually pray and ask the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is the mother of all innocent, to continue to help us and give us the grace to respond to the call of Christ, to be faithful, to be light of the world and salt of the earth. Let us learn from the mistakes of error today. We have so many errors in our time, so let us try to be different. Let us open our hearts to the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and allow the Word of God to bear fruit in our hearts. I hope today you will listen to his voice. Harden not your hearts. Let he that has yet to hear. Let him hear. With the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Peace be with you. Good evening, my dear friends. It's your regular host Augustine you are welcome to my podcast if you are listening for the first time this evening I want us to reflect on today's gospel reading taking from the gospel according to st. John chapter 20 from verses 1 to 8 it talks about the post-resurrection event from the reading we are meant to understand that mary magdalene very early went to the tomb but on getting there he found out that the stone that was covering the tomb has been rolled away so out of fear and surprise he ran. she ran to look for the disciples of jesus and luckily she was able to find peter and john the beloved so he told them that they have taken away our lord and i do not know where they have laid him so we are told from the story that the disciples ran peter and john both ran but the other disciple john who was quite younger than peter outran peter and arrived at the tomb first so when he got to the tomb We are told that he stooped to look inward without going inside the tomb, allowing Peter to come first. And Peter came first and then entered the tomb. He saw the linen cloths and the napkins that was covering the head of Jesus all rolled up at different places. Then we are told that the other disciple came in after Peter, saw and believed. So, what have we learned from this gospel reading today? That we must have a firm faith in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We must have a firm belief that Christ died for us and on the third day was raised from death. We must be ready to respond to the call of our Lord Jesus Christ, especially through our ministers by their preaching. By the word of God that we hear every day, either from personal study or meditation of the scriptures, or from the words we hear from others, Christ is always calling us to come to Him. He wants us to share in His life, He wants us to have a communion with Him. But oftentimes we neglect this call. We are ready to listen to the world rather than to listen to Christ so these disciples of Jesus Christ saw with their eyes and they believed and also we must learn to be like Mary Magdalene who loved the Lord so much that even after that she was continually watching with Jesus in the tomb so let us learn from these three characters how to be disciples through disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, how do we apply this to our the individual lives? Coming to our individual lives, we are called today to be followers of Christ, not by words of mouth, but by action. Christianity is beyond words. Our Christianity must translate what we see and what we hear. It must become practical and living so that others can experience Christ? Do we love our neighbors? These are the questions we should ask ourselves. How practical is our love? Do we just go to church on Sundays or on weekdays, go there worship God, come back, and we are Christians, we are okay? No, our Christians... Christian life should be able to touch the life of others we should become living epistles that others will read and become aware that Christ is still alive we are the hands of Christ in our world today we are the feet of Christ we are the mouthpiece of Christ Christ has no hands rather than we so let us extend that love of Christ to our neighbors where we walk by our manner of speech by our relationship with our neighbor let us try to ensure that whatever we give to them is a perfect example of who christ is we are in a world that is so religious today but yet we're in a world so full of misconceptions and irreligion so many persons are indifferent to whatever form of religion you cannot convince them anymore that this is the way because the persons that are supposed to show them the way are behaving contrary we have so many churches around us today or yet crime is on the increase morality is going down there is a decay in our system Educational system, we can go on to mention these. But one thing I will tell us that, as Christians, it is our duty to be light of the world. We are called today to be light of the world, to be salt of the earth, so that people can see us and become aware that we reflect Christ. If we can't reflect Christ to others, then we are not yet christians our christianity is still shallow let us start point let us stop pointing accusing fingers at others let us start looking inwards to ourselves what am i doing am i a good christian do i love my neighbor am i ready to sacrifice for my neighbor am i ready to go extra mile to see that my neighbor is happy do i just think about myself myself i and i alone Am I ready to share the little that I have without ill feelings? Do I see the progress of my neighbor and give glory to God or do I become jealous? Do I covet my neighbor's property? Do I cheat at my place of work or at my business center? As a teacher, do I teach and carry out my work responsibly? Or do I neglect my duty in whatever way? I am a leader. How do I lead those that are under me? So these are the fundamental questions we should continually ask ourselves and evaluate our lives. If we are not doing or walking in the right direction, we still have time to turn around and make changes. So we have seen the life of these disciples of Jesus Christ today, Peter, John, and Mary Magdalene. Let us try and pick one of them as our model today ensure that our christianity transcends just intellectual belief but becomes faith in action that is what is required of us because jesus christ said he's going to judge us by our works our actions not by how many scriptures we know not by how many masses we attend but these masses that we attend these scriptures that we read how does it equip us to be of service to humanity to our fellow brothers and sisters that is what God is going to judge. He said he's going to come on that and ask us. When I was hungry, did you give me food to eat? When I was thirsty, did you give me to drink? When I was sick and in prison, did you visit me? When I was naked and homeless, did you clothed me and take me in? So these are the fundamental questions. If we are not doing this today, then we are not yet Christians. I'm sorry to say that. So the question I'm going to ask myself today is this. Augustine what are you doing to impact the life of others you are a Christian how has your Christianity affected your brothers and your sisters around you has it affected affected them positively or my way of life is drawing people away from God if it is contrary if the answer is negative then I should be ready to face the consequences on that day when Christ shall ask me, what and what have you done? So we pray today, asking the maternal intercession, the blessed Virgin Mary, that God will give us the grace as we regularly meditate on His Word, that He will give us that spirit of obedience to the Word of God and the grace to be able to put into practice what we hear, for the Word of God says that I hope today you will listen to His voice, harden not your heart, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Peace be with you.